Welcome to Destination Freedom. I'm your host, Monica Burgett. I'm a business and mindset coach, and I help other women to remove blocks, find their purpose, and build a dream life and business. This is my weekly show where I help women find inner strengths that will indeed release the power of you. Each episode is designed to help implement this change with actionable steps that will transform your life and mindset in your personal life as well as your business. Tune in every week so that I can help you achieve more freedom, allow more time with your family and friends, and gain more flexibility into your everyday busy life. It's time to discover your purpose and live your ultimate life of freedom. Now, let's get to today's show. Hello, you guys, and welcome to module three of the 12 Universal Laws class or podcast series, whatever you want to call it. Um, Just as a reminder, there is some bullet point notes with journal prompts up in the store. You can find the link uh, in the show notes. And this is just really, if you're a visual person like I am, a way to have it all together and to check back in. It's kind of funny because I was reading over these notes before the show and I was reading over the bullet points and it's like I learn something new every single time. Even though I've been studying these laws for so long, it's always good to go back and have a refresher. You have these episodes and then you could also have the workbook. It's only $3 and all the proceeds go to support me doing this podcast. So module three, I feel like I'm a little behind. I didn't release an episode last week. For that, I apologize. If any of you moms know the struggle, it's been back to school, back to soccer, all of that. And again, it's just me. So we've just been kind of getting back in the swing of things. And I've allowed myself a little bit of grace when it comes to the timing of things. So yeah, we're in a really good place. My daughter's loving her new school. Thank goodness. My mommy heart was so nervous for her and things have been really good. And so I'm ready to get myself kind of back in the swing of things as far as time management and prioritizing stuff. Um, So here I am. I'm really excited. I hope to release this one and the next and final episode of this series kind of back to back just so you guys can binge them and get all the goodies um, because I've had some really good ideas of other podcast episodes that I'm super stoked to just jump on and go all in with and you guys, recording takes time and editing and show notes and all of that stuff. And I love, love, love doing this. I love putting out all of this valuable information, but it is a lot of hard work. Um, so yeah, it's it's just been a whirlwind and I'm glad to be back, so to speak. I, even though I only really missed a week, let's be honest. But still, good to be back behind the mic. I really, truly love doing this. So excited to be with you now. So week three, module three, however you want to call it, um, we're discussing law number seven, eight, and nine. And law number seven seems to be what people think is the end-all, be-all. A lot of people don't even realize that there's 11 other universal laws because this one kind of takes the cake. And that is obviously the law of attraction. So what is the law of attraction? The law of attraction is how we create things, people, events, basically how we are building our entire life, right? It's manifestation. It's um, what you think about, you bring about, what you focus on, you receive, all those little catchphrases that you hear. Um, But basically, it's 
so, so exciting because we get to be the author and creator of our own thoughts, which in turn dictates our life. Okay. So, but a lot of people basically just think, oh, if I just have these happy thoughts, these things are going to come to me. And that's not necessarily the case. Okay. There's three important components of the law of attraction. It's believing, it's seeing, and it's acting as if. Okay, we can say all day long, we want an abundant bank account, we want a healthy relationship, we want whatever it is, but if we don't believe deep down that we are worthy or that we can actually accomplish these things or that we can have these things or that it's possible for us, that is the main missing component. Believing is such a huge aspect to this that all of this is kind of pointless if you don't actually believe that you can have these things, right? So believing is so important. Um, seeing, I am a huge fan of digital and physical um, vision boards, not just because you, it's this pretty visual that you get to put, but really when you are looking at what you want to receive over and over and over again, it makes it more of a reality. Now, this can be related back to spending time with people who have what you want, reading about what you want, basically creating a visual, whether it be in your mind or in front of your face, that is so important to this whole process. That's why meditation plays a huge role in universal laws and the law of attraction. When you are meditating and you are really getting yourself into that moment of seeing your life as you want it to be, that is a huge factor. A lot of us just go through life having to deal with the um, the things that are put in front of our faces when we are not focusing on what is possible that can be put in front of our faces. So meditation, vision boards, all that sort of stuff. Seeing is so important. Seeing it in front of your face. And that helps us with the last one that is acting as if. And what I mean by this, obviously, if manifesting money is on your agenda, you can't go acting as if you have all this money, right? That's how people get broke. But what I mean by that is you can start acting as if it is coming to you. And by that, we can change our thoughts. We can change our feelings. We can change our words. We can change our actions and attract what we want. So acting as if. So one of my favorite examples of this is when you go, and I say this to parents all the time because parents are most often the people that have um, these questions. How do they talk to their kids about money? Because that's a huge, huge responsibility for us. And something that I've started practicing with my own daughter is when she's like, oh, I want something. Try to avoid saying we can't afford that. Okay, not just to your child, but to yourself, to your spouse, to your friends, um, that big vacation that you want to take. We can't afford that right now. Don't say that. Say that's not in the budget right now, but it's coming to us. Okay, so what are other things that you have kind of had a negative connotation? I know one of mine struggles has especially um, with stuff that's happened over the last couple of years. 
Um, I obviously in the future want a healthy relationship, right? Well, I have to be very careful how I speak to the universe if I want to manifest this relationship. I can't say, oh, I'm never going to find anybody. Oh, I'm just going to stay single forever, right? Those are negative connotations that you are putting out into the universe. And so it's very important to change the way that we speak to ourselves and that we're talking to the universe. So it's very important to say, I don't have that right now, but it's coming to me. I'm patiently waiting because when I have it, it's going to be the greatest thing ever, right? So again, we talked about this in the past couple of episodes when we're talking about universal laws. It's not just thinking and putting it out there. It's how we think. It's how we feel. It's what we say. And it's how we live our lives, right? If we want to make space for someone special coming into our lives, what do you need to do to be able to do that, right? If you want to manifest a fat savings account, what are those things that you need to take care of to start acting in your life that's going to bring you money? It's not spending all of it, right? It's being vigil. It's um, being thankful and being steward, having stewardship for the things that you do have. So really pay attention to how you're acting to be able to manifest the things that you have in your life. Now, so those are the three components, believing, seeing, and acting as if, also so very important. The other thing to remember is you are only limited to what you tell yourself you can and can't have. If people who are sitting around saying, I'm always going to be broke, are always going to be broke. People who are sitting there saying, I'm never going to get that job promotion, are never going to get promoted. Better yet, people are saying, I'll never find a job that I love or that that's not possible to have a flexible schedule. It's not possible to be my own boss. Well, she can do it, but I can't. Those are all things that you are telling yourself. Those are limiting beliefs, right? I can't lose weight. I can't be this type of person. I can't have this type of life. Limiting beliefs will keep you stuck and in the same spot. So when you start believing that it's possible, when you start knowing and trusting and believing that you can have it, that is when things are going to start turning around for you. And that is when the law of attraction really starts to move in your life. Now, I'm going to throw this in here as a bonus just because I teach on this all the time. And this seems to be such a huge thing um, that a lot of my clients struggle with is... Whenever you are manifesting something and utilizing the law of attraction in your life, you cannot be so attached to the outcome. Think of it like, you know, the whole saying, if you love it, let it go. Or if you hold um, onto something so tight, like if you put grains of sand in your hand and you hold onto it so tight, it's just going to slip through your fingers. When you are so attached to the outcome like that, it is going to pass you by so quickly. We have to be so confident and so assured and so at peace that what we want is coming to us that we just allow the universe to work. When we are stressing, when we are worrying, when we are saying, oh God, please, when we are holding on and all, all this tension and all this, um, you know, just grasping, that is desperation. And that is the same energy that we do not want. That's the same energy that we are trying to avoid. That's the opposite of peace and assurance and believing, okay? 
So if you're trying to manifest something so hard in your life and you feel like it's never happening to you, the one thing I would encourage you to focus on nine times out of 10 is letting it go. I know that sounds crazy. I know it sounds, well, if I'm supposed to act as if, if I'm supposed to believe, I'm supposed to see, I'm supposed to do all these things. Most of the time, especially as human beings, especially if you like being in control, you need to let it go. Okay, so that's just a little side note. That's what I practice with um, a lot of my clients when they go through manifestation practices. Let it go. Um, there's lots, lots, lots of others. There's so many things that I could say about this subject that it could be um, a 10-hour podcast in itself. But instead, a few months ago, I created a course called Manifestation for Beginners. If manifesting um, interests you whatsoever, if you want to learn more about the law of attraction, if you want to learn more about how to call things into your life, that is on sale in the store right now. You can go to the website in the show notes and go to the store and you'll see it up there. Um, it's a great deal. It's a self-paced course. It's basically how to manifest the things you want in your life from someone, aka me, who has manifested my dream businesses, my dream home, um, etc. So if that interests you at all, if you have any questions, feel free to message me, but I'm super proud of that course and it's there to stay. So go check it out. Um, that was just a little sidebar, but the next law that I want to talk to you about is law number eight, and this kind of sounds fancy schmancy, but it's actually so basic, but law number eight is the law of perpetual transmute transmutation of energy, okay? Basically, what that means is energy is always transmuting, right? Is that a word? I don't know. I just made that up. It's always moving. It's always there. It's always present, and it's always changing, it can take form one way or the other as it's dictated, but guess what, you guys? Higher vibrations are always the dominant energy form. How cool is that? Even if you have low vibes and someone walks in the room that's high vibe, guess what? That higher vibe is going to um, overpower the low vibes. High vibes always win, okay? that There's so many things that can be said about that, but just hold on to the fact that good high vibe energy always is the dominant energy form. That's so cool to think about. So basically what this law states is everything is constantly moving and evolving and changing. And what I like to say is if you are not growing, you're dying. So be very aware that you are not sitting stagnant. And I know that's scary because basically if we're always moving, what's happening? Something is always going on. Something's always changing. Something's always in motion, right? But that is the universal law. So if you have a hard time with change or with moving, getting up and going, um, you need to be very aware and how to kind of make this law work for you in a way that feels good to you. But it's so important that you do not remain stagnant, that you do not just sit on the train tracks waiting for the next train to come by and run you over, right? You've all heard that saying, like, you can be on the right track, but if you're not moving, you're still going to get ran over, right? So we basically have this power to take this energy that's always transforming, always moving, and transform it into whatever we want. We get to dictate the shape and the way that that energy works, and so we might as well utilize that power, 
okay? When you're resisting change and resisting movement, you're resisting growth. Everything always has a cycle. It's either growing or dying. And so we really need to focus on our attention on forming this energy into something good, into something positive, into something amazing. Okay, there's always going to be a good and a bad that's coming later in one of the laws, but focus on that good energy, focus on that dominant energy form. So good ways to do that in your life. If you notice some areas of your life that you're resisting change in, it's a good idea to look back at this law and be like, okay, this is always forming and always moving. So how can I work this into my benefit? How can I work this out to my benefit, right? So, and if you know that if you're not moving forward, if you're not going in a direction, then you're basically dying. How can you motivate yourself to constantly be working towards a better outcome? So yeah, I love that law. It sounds all fancy schmancy, but it's so basic and so important. Just remember that all these things are always moving around you, just as kind of like the earth is always spinning and moving around the sun, and that we are allowed to harness that energy and do something great with it, okay? So the last law, law number nine, last law of this podcast episode, not the last law ever, but law number nine is the law of relativity, Now, this is so great, and I want you to think about a spectrum. Basically, there's no beginning and end to the spectrum. There's no North Pole and South Pole. It's all on this sliding scale that never really ends. And so everything is relative. Things only have meaning if we attach meaning to it. Think about it. Have you ever thought about somebody who has like a hobby or an interest or perhaps loves a certain food that you could totally give two shits less about? Or someone loves this food. For example, my daughter loves pickles. I literally bought her these package of pickles from Sam's as a snack pack. And she'll just sit there and pop pickles in her mouth. Whereas I am so repulsed by them and cannot even smell pickle juice without like cringing and gagging. Well, she loves pickles because that's her taste buds. And I don't like pickles because that's mine, right? It's all relative. And again, somebody has a hobby that they like. Say somebody's really into collecting coins. Well, you think that that's stupid and could care less about coins. Well, that's because that's relative to you and someone else really loves it and they're attaching this sentimental meaning and hobby to it, okay? So things only have meaning if we ourselves attach it to it, right? So, and this can be so good, you guys, because basically it's saying nothing is good or bad. We are the ones that are determining that, right? We are the ones that are determining what's good and what's bad. And think of like hot, even things like hot and cold. Well, you might like a steaming hot shower and can stand it on your skin, but someone else is like, oh my gosh, I can't stand that. Think about your coworker who's always cold in the office when everyone else is like, nope, feels fine to me. Like it's relative to people. What's hot to you might not be hot to someone else. What's freezing to your coworker feels just fine for you. Like what do you keep your thermostat at, right? Some of us think that people are so crazy for keeping our thermostats at 59 degrees when that's not that cold to somebody else, okay? I always like to bring this up because... Not to be a Debbie Downer, not to say what you're worried about is not important, again, because it's all relative, but I always like to remind myself of this because it really helps in my gratitude practice. 
just remember that no, no matter how bad that you think you have it, someone always has it worse. Always. I don't care how horrible your situation is, how horrible your past is, how horrible you've had something going on. Someone always has it worse. And that's not to say that you shouldn't be sad. You shouldn't be concerned. You absolutely have all those rights. But just a little glimmer of hope that we have, especially if you live in the Western world, very first world problems, right? We pee in filtered toilets, people. A third of the world doesn't even have clean water to drink. So that is a statistic I always like to say, especially when talking about relativity, because it's very humbling, right? It's very, um, we talk about our problems. We sometimes think that the world is crashing down around us when really we need to take a good, hard look in the mirror and think about the people who are struggling with much worse and start being super freaking grateful for what has been given to us already. Okay. And the reason for that also, there's a lot of reasons for that. But one of the other reasons for that is when we focus on how bad our situation is, that's exactly what keeps manifesting, right? The only way to kill those bad vibes, whenever we're in a slump, whenever we think we have it so horrible, whenever we are struggling, you will stay in that place unless you turn that around somehow. And the fastest way to do that is gratitude. Hands down is gratitude. It's a scientific fact that when you are feeling a true state of gratitude, it's almost impossible to be upset. It's impossible to be depressed when you are in a true state of gratitude. So even when you think that you have it bad, you really need to try to turn that around and focus on gratitude. So when we're focused on bad, we will attract more bad. If we focus on good and grateful, we will attract more of that, right? So even if you feel like you have nothing left in life, if you're focusing on something, if you can hold on to that one sliver of hope and start thanking the universe for what you have, that's going to come back to you, okay? And this to me also is super important, but this whole law also means that we attach meaning to other people and ourselves, okay? Ourselves, especially again in the Western world, I really think that we have an ego problem. And read this. We're attaching that meaning to other people and ourselves when really no one is better than anybody else. You are no better than that person next to you. And I think this is a real hard lesson to learn because a lot of people in the world can be, I mean, no one's perfect, even us, even you listening to this, even me, I have my faults. People can be judgmental, people can be haughty, people can be um, self-serving, and we need to realize to be kind. We need to realize that we are no better than the person sitting next to us. We are no better than that person on the other side of the world. We need to learn to knock it down a little bit and that to the universe, we are all the same energy. And one of those sayings that is so morbid, but so true, we are all going to not be here one day, dust to dust, right? And let's treat each other with a little bit of kindness. It's all relative. We are on all on a sliding scale and no one is better than the rest, the next person. And that also goes to show if you've lost somebody important in your life, even if you didn't choose to lose them, if they walk away from you, you are the person that is attaching meaning to that person. Okay? 
they're no better than the next person. All right. Um, and then just a little side note, again, kind of like this little bonus thing, um, because people sometimes get caught up in not being able to receive what they're trying to manifest, but basically the, a kind of, um, rule that gets attached to this law is, Everything is relative, and sometimes we want something so bad, but the universe doesn't really think that that is important to us, or basically, we still have something to learn. We still have a light that needs to be shine in some part of us. We still have a lesson. We still have character that needs to be developed. We still have something that needs to be, um, that needs to fall in place. So when you're trying to manifest something and it seems to not be happening or the opposite seems to be happening, you are being redirected to either something different or you need to have patience because something in your life is turning, the wheels are working, the energy is moving, and um, that just means some your path is being redirected or that you need to work on something before you can actually obtain the thing that you are manifesting. Does that make sense? So even though you're not getting it right now, it's all relative because you still have some growing to do. You still have some kinks to be worked out. You still have something in your character that needs to be worked on. And then you can proceed. Okay? Um, so anyways, that is, I feel like I haven't been talking that long, but that is the end of this episode, you guys. Fun little hypothesis, little question for you guys. Um, name a time that you knew the universe was testing you in order for you to grow, to get out of your comfort zone, to increase your light, or because you are being directed onto a bigger and better path. Okay, sometimes it's really helpful to think back to stuff like that because then it kind of helps our current situation to say, what do I need to learn from this? How do I need to grow from this? What lesson can I take from this to do better, be better, and be a better person, right? So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear from you guys about it. I love, love, love seeing your tags on social media. And of course, um, please rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode coming in the next couple of days, the last um, episode of this podcast series, The 12 Universal Laws. Okay? Happy weekend, you guys. I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you so much for taking the time and listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please take a moment to review and subscribe on iTunes. That would mean the world to me. If you are looking for a community dedicated and obsessed with helping women entrepreneurs build the life and business of their dreams, I have just the place for you. Head on over to Facebook and join the Freedom Guild Facebook group. We would love to have you. Whether you're just starting out, have no idea what you want to create, need a massive revamp, or just in need of a supportive community, this is where you want to be. For more information on the show and the Freedom Guild brand, visit DestinationFreedomThePodcast.com or follow me on Facebook at Monica Burgett, Instagram at Monica.Burgett, or just email me at TheFreedomGuild at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll be back with a new show next week.